0: Welcome to the Arise and Shine podcast, part of the teaching ministry of Pastor Festus Nsoha of Oasis Church and Holy Ghost End Time Ministries International. As it says in Isaiah 60 verse 1, Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of God shines over you. It is our hope and desire that through this podcast you would be encouraged and experience the transforming power of God's Word. Be blessed.
1: Praise be to God. What a joy and honor and privilege again to come to share God's word with you. This is today's message on the Arise and Shine. And uh, I really want you to call your friends or call somebody you know and tell them that our friend, uh, Pastor Festus of Oasis Church in Prague is on CNL today. And let's share the word of God today about the money in the end time. The pressure of money in the end time. And let's pray. Father, we just call upon your name. We worship and adore you. We ask you, Lord God, to anoint this program today and speak to us, Father, and do wonderful things in our lives. We glorify and praise your power in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen. And let's read something from the book of Revelation and chapter 13 of the book of Revelation. That is the last book in the Bible, the last book of Revelation. And verse 1 says, And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns. And upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard and his feet were as the feet of a bear and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. Um, if you remember in the temptation of the Lord Jesus Christ, when the devil appeared to him and was tempting him, one of the things the devil told, told the Lord was uh, uh, if he will bow to and worship him, then he will give him all the glory of the world. In Luke chapter 4, in verse 5, it says, And the devil taketh him up into an high mountain, and showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said unto him, All this power will I give thee, and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me and to whomsoever I will, I give it. If thou will, therefore will worship me, all shall be thine. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan. For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. The devil here showed the Lord Jesus all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time, and all their power and all the riches, and all the glory. And the devil said to the Lord Jesus, if you will fall down and worship me, I will give you all the power, all the glory, and all the riches. Wow. Now, here in the book of Revelation, the last book in the Bible, we can see that there in chapter 13, we see again the devil operating through the beast, the dragon operating through the beast. And gave him all his, all his power and his seat and, and great authority. If you will go down with me to the book of uh, to the same book in verse seventeen. In fact, verse um, uh, verse 60, says, and he caused all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their fore in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and, and his number is six hundred, three score and six. That is six, six, six. So here, the power of the, the, the beast was trying to make every man on earth boy and girl, young and old, male and female, in all tribe and tongues of all creed and religions, that they cannot buy or sell except they have the mark of the beast right here in their wrist or in their forehead. And the number is 666. So there's going to come an economic system in this end time whereby you cannot buy or sell except you have that mark of the beast it is a mark of certain it is a mark of lucifer and anyone that receives that very mark is doomed to destruction can never again be saved we are already in that end time things are changing all over the world the economic landscape is changing social landscape is changing Political landscape is changing. Financial landscape is changing. Everything on earth is now changing. Even the religious landscape is already changing. Even religion is changing. Everything is moving towards this place of the mark of the beast. But thank God that before this time will come, the trumpet will sound and the dead in Christ will rise up first. And we who are alive and remain will be caught up to be with the Lord in the air. But those who remain here on earth would not be able to buy or sell except you have the mark of the beast, the mark of Satan. Six, six, six. Well, you may say it is that time. Nobody knows when, how. It's not yet time. But I'm telling you, the Bible says that the principle of iniquity is already working today. The, The principle and the power and the force of Antichrist is already operating today, even in the economic systems of the world today on earth and then um, and we as believers has to be as wise as serpent but as a humble as a dove the devil required even the lord jesus tempted him to even bow down and worship him in exchange for money if you want to have fame power popularity and wealth the devil said you bow to me and then I give it all to you. If the devil can tempt our Lord Jesus Christ with fame, power, wealth, riches, if he would tempt him, he would tempt you. He would tempt me. He would tempt us in these last days. So we have to be very, very careful in this end time because some of the economic dealings and things that go on in the material world is becoming more and more demonized, becoming more and more demonic. So a child of God have to be very, very careful not to be pushed into that extreme whereby before you know it, you've joined a cult. Before you know it, you've you've made a covenant or an agreement or become a part of something you don't understand. You have to be very, very careful and very, very watchful. The Lord told us you have to watch and pray so that you don't fall into temptation. Things are changing. And we as believers should not be naive to think that everything goes normal. You have to watch out. People that you do business with, people that you buy and sell with, people that you interact with, even your friends, they can get entangled into something and want to pull you into it. You have to be as wise as a serpent and as humble as a dove. And the area of money is an area that the devil really wants to make sure he is in charge, he is in control. And you have to decide how far you want to go with money. How far you want to pursue material things. How far you want to pursue the things of this world. The Bible says in the book of 1 John 2 verse 15, Love not the world, neither the things of the world. For what is in the world? The loss of the eyes, the loss of the flesh, and the pride of life. And all these things are not of the Father, but of the world. Many Christians today are very, very naive. Some of them just buy all kinds of music. They don't know that they, they are listening to the tune of darkness. They play rock music. They go to rock concerts. Rock concerts are not, does not glorify God. Most of those lyrics glorify Satan. We have to watch out and look out. If you are not very watchful and careful, you'll be shocked how you are ensnared, how you are drawn without even knowing it into things that are completely demonic. And the devil can infiltrate your business, infiltrate your finances, infiltrate your mind, infiltrate your dreams. And you are shocked How you become completely weakened in your faith and even paralyzed. Unable to pray anymore. No more able to sing or worship God or read your Bible. You are in church. You are sleeping. You are tired. You cannot more focus. You cannot more concentrate. You cannot more praise God. You become so dry, spiritually speaking. Not knowing that somehow you've opened the door to the devil to weaken your spiritual life. Paralyze your faith and hinder you from growing in the things of God here you cannot buy or sell except you receive the mark of the beast now it is then but the subtle work of darkness is already operating today in fact the bible said the mystery of iniquity is already at work on earth today it is already here it's already operating so you cannot say oh it's not yet now so i don't i don't have to worry about what i'm going to do how i'm going to do this no 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 but in fact in second Thessalonians chapter two uh second Chapter 2 of second Thessalonians, it says here, um, uh, it said that in verse 3 it says, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a fallen away first. And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalted himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he as God seated in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember, you know, that when I was with you, I told you these things. And now you know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. Verse 7 says, For the mystery of iniquity doth already walk. Only he who now let it will let, until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the breath of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the walking of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders. And he says in verse 10, And with all the silverableness of our unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be what? Saved. Please receive the love of the truth. The mystery of iniquity is already working. The workings of Satan is already operating in the systems of the world. The Bible said that we are of God, but the whole world is under the power of the wicked one. There is so much demonism in the financial world today. There's so much occultism and witchcraft and wizardry in the world system today, in the economic system today. Your business partner may be in in cult. Your friends, you may think you're just buying and selling and enterprising and just, you know, being friendly and eating and drinking and giving gifts. Those things, I'm not saying you should be very, it should really fear or panic, but you just have to be watchful because we are approaching that very time and season where Satan is gradually, gradually pulling everything secretly. You know, years ago, I had a vision and I saw People being pulled secretly with a magical secret rope, pulling people to a place where they have to sign a contract with sin. You have to be very careful. And mammon is something you have to watch out for. In fact, if you look at there in the book of um, uh, Matthew chapter 6, that wonderful chapter in Matthew, and it says these words, the Lord says these words in Matthew 6, And verse, I think, verse 24, the Lord Jesus says these words. No man can uh, serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or as he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. A child of God should serve only but God. The Lord said to Satan, get behind me, Satan, for it is written thou shalt worship the lord thy god and only him shall thou serve so the bible is saying you cannot be a servant or a slave of money money should never be your master you are to be the master of money money is to serve you not you serving money that means you cannot obey money you cannot pursue money to any extreme. You must have a place where you say, enough is enough. I am a child of God. I am a believer. I can never do this for the sake of money. But I lose all that millions and have my peace. But I lose all that money and have my joy. I will not go this extreme. I cannot plunge to this extreme in pursuit of money or material things. Material things are very, very deceptive. And the devil uses them to entrap many believers today in the world. Maybe you are there crying. I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have this. My friends have anything, everything. I have nothing. Well, let me read that to you in Psalm 73. In the book of Psalms. Psalm 73. We have to be very, very careful in this end time. And that is why the devil is putting so much pressure materially to many christians to many believers to many churches to many pastors if we are not very very careful we can you know without knowing it be drawn into something that entraps you and you lose god you lose your joy lose your peace Uh, psalm 73 says truly god is good to israel even to such as are of a clean heart but as for me my feet were almost gone my steps had well nigh slipped for i was Envious are the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. You can see your friends who have a new car, new house, new this. They are seem to everything seem to be working for them. You are working hard every day. You are trying your best. Maybe you are in the church. You are giving offerings. You are sowing seed. You are giving tithe. You are fasting. You are praying. And it seems things are not really working for you. But your unbelieving friend <laughs> who doesn't care about God. Who doesn't pray, doesn't read the Bible, doesn't even believe in God, and everything seems to be working for him. That is a trap for you. That is a temptation for you. You must be very, very careful not to be envious at the prosperity of the wicked. And in verse 12, I don't have all the time to read for you. Read all of that when you go home. Verse 12 said, Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world. They increase in riches. Verily, I have cleansed my head in vain, washed my in innocency. For all the day long have I been plagued and chastened every morning. If I say I will speak to behold, I should offend against the generation of thy children. When I, thought to, when I thought to know this, it was too painful for me. Until I went to the sanctuary of God, then I understood their end this guy was basically so tempted so jealous so envy when he saw the prosperity of the sinner how they prosper how they seem to achieve everything they pursue their dream and they get it they have the position they have the authority there I mean you can be a young woman and you go looking for a job you have the qualification but you are not willing to sleep with the boss and so here comes another woman who is willing to sleep with anything and they got the job and they got the money and they got the car and your parents are beating your brains out, telling you, look at your friends, look what they have, look what they're doing. You're sitting down here praying. Be very, very careful. That's the trap for you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. In fact, Jesus said in that Matthew 6, he said, uh, he said uh, uh, seek, uh, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. You can never exchange your soul for mammon. Never exchange your, your conscience, your, your, your presence of God in your life for anything on this earth material. Never. You cannot serve God and mammon. And again, in 1 Timothy, in the new testament the trap of money that is the title of this message the trap of money and um, chapter 6 First timothy and verse 17 says these words charge them that are rich in this world that they should not be high-minded nor trust in uncertain riches but in the living god who giveth us richly all things to enjoy you cannot serve, the, serve money. And number two, you cannot trust it. It is flippery. It is slippy. It can be today. Ha- but in fact, the prophet said, money have wings. They fly like a bird away. You cannot trust it. You cannot trust your soul with money. You cannot trust in anything material in this world. Jesus said, where your treasure is, that's where your heart is going to be. He said that you have your, put your treasures in heaven. Trust God. Believe God for every need of your life don't be envious or jealous at those who prosper in their evil ways be very careful not to go to the extreme don't allow the devil and demons and your friends to lull you and pull you and before you know it you are entrapped in a cult you are entrapped in a fearful bondage because you were not able to be watchful you allow yourself to be drawn by money and, and empty promises of sin You cannot, what, Jesus said, what can a man give in exchange for his soul? Your soul is so precious. Don't make a merchandise of your own soul, of your own conscience, of your own life. For the sake of money and material things, do not sell your flesh. Don't sell your virginity. Don't do everything for money. Please stay in faith. Trust the Lord God. God will hear you. He will meet your need and he will bless your life. Charge them that are rich in this world. That they be not high in money, but, but uh, not trust in the certain riches, but in the living God who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. That they do good. That they be rich in good works. Ready to distribute. Willing to communicate. Very important. How do you know you are free from mammon? If you are willing to give it. If you are willing to say no to it. I cannot go that far. My heart won't let me do that because of money. I will not do this. I will not do that. I have my limit. I have Christ in my life. And then that they do good. That they give. They be rich in giving. Many of you might be watching these messages that I preach on on this CNL TV for a long time. And you never thought about, can I help this this guy so he can keep on preaching, teaching what he's teaching? I want to help him financially. I want to support him because what what you are watching is paid for. We pay for this message that we are, you have been watching since September. It is paid for. Join us today and help us pay for this. The world needs to hear what you are hearing today. And again, there in uh, verse 10 of that very first Timothy, uh, it says, um, uh, "Let's go ahead read and read, uh, and read um, uh, uh, verse um, uh, verse nine, say, "But they that will be rich." fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition. There that will be rich. Is it wrong to be rich? No. But if you pursue richness to extreme, if you are willing to do anything for the riches, you are in trouble. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while somehow coveted after, they have erred from their faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. The love of money. Didn't he say money is the root of all evil? No, no. Money is just a, a tool, it's not an instrument. It's not in fact the money, money itself is nothing. But it says here, the love of money. That means you cannot serve money, you cannot trust in money, rely upon it, and you cannot love it. What should you love? Love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your strength. And love your neighbor as you love yourself. You cannot love money. You cannot let money occupy the first place in your life. Never, never, never. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. And so this is very, very important. The Lord wants you and I to prosper. He wants us to seek after him to bless us. Don't pursue money. Pursue the blessings of God. Pursue the blesser. Our God is our source. He is Jehovah Jireh. He is the God who provides. Any good father would provide for his children. And our heavenly father has made a plan that all our needs must be met. It is his pleasure and joy to give us all we need in life and to live a godly life. And I believe God with all my heart, even in these times of difficulty and pressure and trial and testes, that the Father is faithful, the Almighty God is reliable. He will never disappoint those who trust in Him. He will meet our financial and material needs. We should exalt Him and esteem Him as our first joy, our first love, our source of every blessing. And be very, very watchful in this end time. Not to be entrapped by certain and sinners and the unbelievers and the systems of this world. Be very careful not to be coerced. Maybe you are a believer. You don't drink alcohol. You don't smoke. You don't gamble. But somehow in a business meeting, everybody is smoking. And you feel left out. You feel almost like if I don't smoke with them, oh, I will look stupid. If I don't drink with them, I will look stupid. They are dividing the prostitutes for every businessman. They keep one prostitute for every suite in the hotel. And they already paid for it. And so you are, oh, that's your own girl there for the night. And you are a believer. You, you have to know your limit. I cry by the Holy Ghost today, know your limit. Don't do everything your friends are doing. Everyone is watching this. Don't watch it. God said, Come out from among them and be separate. And I will receive you. And I will be your God and you will be my children. Do not be unequally yoked together with the unbelievers. Know how far you can go with the unbeliever before you cut them off. Be very, very wise. Be very, very sensible in this end time. Because the devil will use anything. He will use the pressure of the world, material pressure, financial pressure, family pressure, marital pressure, and all kinds of pressure to to pull us into something that will destroy and weaken our faith. But I believe, God, that him who began a good work in you and me, he will continue it. He will perfect it. He will never allow us to be entrapped and snared. know by something evil and monstrous that he'll keep us alive and alert in the spirit to know when to break it to know when to say Satan get behind me say that with me Satan get behind me for it is written thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him only shalt thou serve I break every spell of Satan over your life over your business over your finances every trap every temptation of Satan through your friends through pressure material financial business pressure to draw you away to steal your faith to weaken your trust in God I command those bandages to be now destroyed in Jesus name I lose your life I lose your businesses I lose your finances let the hand of the Almighty God be upon you to protect your business You don't have to sell yourself for money. You don't have to sell your conscience for anything. You don't have to sleep sleep with the boss before you can have the job. Stand firm. Stand strong with your conscience. Resist the devil's temptation. Let the devil know you cannot go. Yes, yes, you work hard. Yes, you want to meet all the needs of your family. Pay your bills, everything. But you have a limit. You cannot go. Let your friends know. Let your wife know. Let your husband know. Let your best friends know that there's a limit you can never cross. You are a child of God, and you can never go beyond this limit. You're willing to work hard, do your best, do the the best you can, but then a time comes you say, no, it is time for God. It is time for prayer. It is time for the Bible. It is time to worship God. It is time to go to church. I must serve my God. Him only I love, Him only I serve, and Him only I trust. Hallelujah. Friend, be a part of the 1,000 people that God is touching their hearts to help us stay on air and to send the message of the gospel to many other TV stations all over the world. I challenge you by the love of God today. Call and write. Don't just drop. Don't just postpone. Keep on. Stop postponing it. Do it now. Do it today. Write, call, text, and you will become a part of what God is doing here in our life in this end time. We love you. I am praying for you the tv audience that god will ever prosper and establish you and keep you from evil and keep you from harm be blessed and we're going to see you again very very soon but until then don't cave into the pressure of money stay and keep on trusting god to meet every need of your life our god who has called you and i is faithful and he is able to meet every need we'll ever have god bless you
0: jesus came to do one thing and that is to bring the kingdom of god The way this is accomplished in our lives is through the gift of salvation. Salvation is a free gift of grace. It means that a person is forgiven and freed from their sin, given a new life, will go to heaven when they die, and will one day be resurrected from the dead when Jesus comes to make all things new. To receive this gift of salvation, there's a couple key things. First, recognize you're a sinner, meaning your life is not aligned with God's purpose for you and that you do things that are wrong and evil, deserving of God's judgment. Second, recognize that you need a Savior, that Jesus died and rose again to forgive and free you from your sins and to give you a new life. Third, turn from your life of sin and believe in Jesus Christ for your salvation. You can pray a prayer like this. Father in heaven, I come before you today to turn from my sins. I recognize that I am a sinner and that I need a Savior, and Jesus is that Savior. I believe he died for my sins and rose again to set me free so I can be in heaven with you when I die and one day rise again like Jesus did. I turn to you, Lord, and I turn from my sins and receive from you a new life. In Jesus' name, amen. For more resources on the next steps to take, check out our website, holyghost.cz, and visit the page New Start under the Seeking God section. Thank you for listening to the Arise and Shine podcast. Our prayer is that it encouraged, instructed, and uplifted you and pointed you to Jesus Christ. For more information about Pastor Festus, Oasis Church, and Holy Ghost End Ministries International, visit our website, holyghost.cz. Be blessed.